The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Know the difference. Now, the Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News. And here we go, 60 minutes of great radio. We are glad you're here on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. Coming up, a little preview of the next semester of Annex University. That is a client-exclusive thing that we do. Ask Annex with a bunch of great questions, a Roth IRA rollover. Somebody's going back to work. How do you plan for a second income? And then mutual funds versus ETFs and a bunch more. And then a little bit later, hear the difference, a great Annex Wealth Management client story. I'm Danny Clayton, Derek Felsky, our Chief Investment Officer. Welcome. Thank you, Danny. Dave Spano is President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Welcome to you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, folks, we've had a semantic debate all week on what is a recession. So we received our long-weighted number on GDP, and unfortunately, it was a negative number. So that gives us two back-to-back quarters of negative GDP. And the reason why I say it's a semantic debate is some economists are arguing that we are not in a recession. Right. I mean, not just economists, also the president and Janet Yellen and even Jerome Powell from the Fed all suggested that with unemployment below 4%, you don't really have the the criteria that would typically match a a recessionary environment. And again, we've talked over and over about the the magnitude of this bear market decline and the magnitude of which will be defined by whether we avoid a recession or whether we have a shallow growth trajectory for a few months. So you look at these two back-to-back quarters of negative GDP, and there's no question that is a slowing of the economy. But what the Fed is doing right now in an effort to try to fight inflation is raising interest rates. And these interest rate impacts are still yet to be determined because this could happen again in next year. And that is my concern that we're going to have a slowdown now. And then these Fed rate hikes are going to kick in perhaps next year. And so that's the reason why we're paying a lot of attention to this. But there's no question that we've seen businesses cut their inventory. We've seen housing markets start to slow down. In fact, these higher rates are certainly slowing down the economy, not to mention supply chains still remain under stress. Right. And, you know, as the Fed is trying to weaken demand, they're trying to do this in the context of things on the supply side that they really have no control over. They can't control what Putin does in Ukraine or with natural gas going to Europe. They can't control what the supply chain issues have been in semiconductors. They can't control the fact that a lot of people don't want to go back to work. So it really is an interesting situation that they find themselves in. But I have to say, what we saw this week with the market suggests that the maximum pessimism is passing. And just think about what we had this week. We had a huge miss on GDP, yet the markets went up. The Fed funds rate by 75 basis points said their focus remains on inflation, yet the markets rallied. Russia turned down the gas flow to Europe, markets rallied. And when bad news doesn't take markets down, it really causes people to rethink their, their theses because at the end of the day, the market will anticipate a turn well before the economic data does. That is for sure. And that's on a macro look. On a micro look, we're seeing the earnings reports come out and a lot of S&P 500 companies 
have reported and their earnings have been good. Right. Median beat has been 7%, 76% of those reporting beat estimates. Overall, uh, a medium of 4% beat on the top line. I would point out, though, that the beat rate is the lowest we've seen since the first quarter of 2020. So directionally, it's going the wrong way. But I would just characterize earnings season thus far as much better than feared. And so you look through all of these companies, at the end of the day, that is something the markets will look at. If a company increases its revenue and perhaps its net income, then you can look at multiples. And that is something we spent a lot of time because what we have seen in this contraction that we've seen in this bear market is that multiples have contracted, but earnings really have. In fact, it's the second largest derating of multiples in 30 years, with the multiple going down 6.7%. That's more than what we saw during the financial crisis. It's more than we saw during the pandemic. So the price action alone has discounted a lot of negativity. But this week, we had any number of great reports. Apple had a great report. Amazon had a great report. The oil companies on Friday reported gushing profits. I'm sure that'll get the attention of someone in Washington. You know, Microsoft, while it, it missed on top and bottom line, gave good guidance in the conference call. So the big tech companies have actually delivered in a softening growth environment. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer at Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano is President and CEO. We've got them for the whole hour, so stick around. There's a whole lot more to come. If your recent discussion has been with your spouse or your friends and neighbors about needing a plan but just feeling paralyzed because of everything that's going on and maybe sitting out and just kind of waiting to see how the dust settles, rethink that. How about a steady path? How about a professional path? How about a fee-only fiduciary path that's not going to sell you something? Investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, that's what we do at Annex Wealth Management. And you can start on a weekend. Just head to our website, AnnexWealth.com, by clicking that Get Started button. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, July 31st. We're going to be right back, 92.5 Fox News. So many streaming options, yet we end up watching repeats of our favorite show again instead of something new. We do that because it's comfortable. Same for financial advice. We do what makes us feel comfortable, even if that means we do nothing. At Annex Wealth Management, we understand during times like this, it's tempting to do nothing. It's time to change the channel. Take a look at where you're at and where you're headed. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference and work with a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. We are back in advance. Just want to thank you. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. Sure appreciate you spending time with us on a weekend. A couple of things you might want to think about. Sign up for the Axiom, which is our free weekly newsletter. You don't have to be a client for that. Connect with us on social media. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube with 1,500 Annex Wealth Management produced videos. Good stuff. Highly searchable. We've got a brand new SWAT podcast that's Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. That's uh, members of the Annex Wealth Management investment team. It's fresh every Monday morning. Goes pretty deep. It's on the Annex Wealth Management Spotify channel or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Danny Clayton, Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer, and along with Dave Spano, President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Thanks, Danny. You know, everybody knows everywhere that we have inflation. In fact, we just got a four-decade high of an inflation print. And of course, the Fed has that front and center, and they are trying to attack that. But we got an FOMC meeting this week, and, uh, and of course, they raised it by 75 basis points, followed by some speeches by not only the chair, but the Treasury Secretary, Derek. And both of them 
were pretty cautious. Yeah, they were. I mean, they, they acknowledge that the economy is slowing. I mean, the debate over whether we're in a recession is, is certainly up for grabs. But but generally speaking, I thought what Powell did during the press conference was very interesting. You know, rather than give forward guidance or show dot plots, he actually said, look, you know, we've got two months until our next meeting. We're going to see two months of data on CPI, unemployment and the rest. And then based on the data, we'll either move forward or not. And I think the market took that as a positive because, you know, when you think about it, having a negative negative GDP and also a Fed that may or may not be backing off on this aggressive rate hike cycle, it gives hope to investors that the balance sheet reduction will continue, but at the same time, the Fed will lessen the speed of these rate hikes. That is the glass half full. But of course, you know, we talked about a stagflation economy more than a year ago, a stagnant economy, which we're seeing, obviously, while we're having inflation. That is a double whammy. But the glass half full is exactly that because employment is still at 3.6% and in parts of the country even lower than that. You look at what is on the balance sheets of consumers, more than $2.5 trillion, and they are outspending, as reports that we saw from a number of companies, including American Express. Right. We saw that the same thing from Visa. I mean, we did hear an interesting report on Friday, though, from Procter & Gamble. Now, this is a company that you would think would be able to weather this storm fairly well because people need soap and shampoo and the rest, no matter what the conditions are. But they pointed out that at the low end, they are starting to get a significant decline in consumption. And that is people, you know, essentially having to prioritize their expenses with food prices up so much and gasoline prices up so much. Fortunately, gasoline prices have moderated a lot recently. Mortgage rates on the 30-year, which were over 6% just a few weeks ago, are now at 5.13. And the 10-year has dropped all the way to 2.64% from 3.48. So the Fed has, has really got its work cut out for them, but the market has done a lot of the heavy lifting already. And let's talk about this. There's a term called neutral rate, and that is a term that's been thrown around, and I'm not sure everyone gets their armor on that concept. What is the neutral rate? Well, the neutral rate is the rate that they believe will, will basically have no major effect on economic activity either way. And when people were saying the Fed was behind the curve, they were saying that because the Fed funds rate was essentially at zero, yet the two-year note was trading almost 3%. So as the Fed has moved closer and closer to 2.5%, which they believe is neutral, that two-year has also started a rollover as well because the market is anticipating the slowdown that the Fed is trying to generate. So the bond market is actually believing the Fed here. One more thing I do want to cover, and that is as we raise rates here in this country, it does have an effect on our dollar, and that U.S. dollar, of course, has a major impact on exports. Right, and Apple, in fact, talked about that in their conference call the other day. I mean, essentially, the dollar is making their products more expensive, and perversely, you know, as the U.S. continues to raise rates, you'd think the dollar uh, would weaken because basically people would assume slow down down the road, but in fact, since we're the cleanest shirt in the dirty laundry, the the U.S. continues to be in an oasis with with higher rates and the safety that only the U.S. Treasury can provide. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer at Annex Wealth Management. Dave Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. We got them for the whole show, but got some great team segments coming up. The waters are choppy. The skies are cloudy. I mean, whatever analogy I can come up with, you know it. Maybe you haven't even opened up your latest quarterly statement because you just don't want to face it. But if you're going about it with no plan at all, do something. AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. We would love to help. Know the difference, folks. One team, one plan, one fee. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. We're going to be right back. 92.5 Fox News. 
Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management, and this is a team segment. Stephanie Emmons is Manager, Client Service, and Operations Team. Welcome back. Thanks, Danny. Glad to be back. You know I'm a fan of that client service team at Annex, and our clients are very aware of them and what they do on their behalf. But for someone who doesn't work with Annex, what is that quick elevator speech on the client service team? Absolutely. Our client service team is involved in, in just about everything that the client touches here at Annex Wealth Management. They are helping with paperwork preparation and, and our client onboarding. They're helping helping clients with money movement in and out of their accounts here at Annex. They're helping them schedule appointments with either one of our wealth managers or one of our specialists here at Annex. They're really the puzzle solvers of all the questions that come in from our clients and help make our client experience dynamic. You know, folks, every single thing we do on our radio shows is directed at everybody. There's no paywall on our weekly market recap. You don't have to have a login for the Annex Wealth Management YouTube channel. You don't have to pay for Axiom, our uh, weekly newsletter. When you're a client, though, of Annex Wealth Management, the door opens to some very special content and offerings. We're going to talk about something we're really proud to offer to our clients. That's Annex University. Stephanie, a new semester is about to start, and you're kind of the unofficial dean of Annex U. How do you describe Annex University is really an extension of what we do every day in our conference rooms and on the phone and an email with our clients, and that's educate. And there's a lot of really complex topics that our clients have to work through and, and on and with over the course of their journey, their retirement journey, their accumulation journey, and we're here to help them with that. So we took some topics that were a little bit more complicated that might take a little bit more time in an annual review and said, you know what, let's focus on that. Let's bring the specialists to our clients directly. So we offer things where maybe the whole class is about an hour long and we're focusing on things like when's the right time to take social security or how do you go ahead and, and figure out when and how to apply for Medicare and what are all those different options and letters mean? And so Annex University is a way to bring that information directly to our clients. Stephanie Emmons, Manager, Client Service and Operations Team. Let's talk about some of the new semester classes at Annex University. It is a client exclusive, covers many topics. Well, we're right on the doorstep of August and here we are. We got one coming up on the 11th. What do we got? We sure. We've got Annex University Medicare Basics. This is one of our most popular classes. Everybody at some point is going to be faced with the question of taking Medicare. You know, as we continue to age, we get that opportunity. We get all the mail. It says it's time for you to select something for Medicare. And so we try to help our clients navigate through that, understand the terms, the timing, and make sure that they feel prepared to make an educated decision. Um, it's a huge milestone and it's really complex and there could be a lot of anxiety that goes with that. So Annex Wealth Management is here to help. All of our workshops, all of our Annex University courses are on Zoom, which is fantastic so that we can have clients participate from all across the United States and, and beyond. We'll give you the time in two different time zones, but again, it's Thursday, August 11th, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. That leads us to our next webinar in the new semester of Annex University. Right. So uh, one of the things we do at the end of every Annex University course is we ask all of our participants for some feedback. What are some topics that are important to you? What are some things that you're just unsure about? And the idea for a course on long-term care really came from the feedback directly from our clients. 
months. So our next long-term care course is on Wednesday the 17th. It's at 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Central. And we've realized, you know, as we do our research as well and stay on top of everything, about 70% of Americans over the age of 65 are going to have some kind of long-term care event at some point in their life. That's incredibly high number. So we want to make sure our clients are prepared. So the workshop, the course itself, takes a look at what are the different kinds of long-term care options? How do you fund them? How do you find out about them? What are the benefits, the disadvantages? Which type of plan would potentially be best for you and your personal family situation? And then what conditions go with each one of those? Are there certain pre-qualifications? Are there things you need to consider before you even explore one of those options? So we've seen some great attendance at those workshops, those courses as well, and hopefully they're helping our clients feel more comfortable. And that's just August for Annex University. Let's talk about September real quick. Right. So in September, we just keep going. The semester is rolling along. So on September 8th, we have one of our most popular ones, which is our estate planning basics, led by one of our estate planning attorneys here at Annex Wealth Management. Um, and that's a great one, too, to really understand the terms of what goes into a basic estate plan. So that's a fantastic course for anyone who's interested in learning more about that. On September 21st, we have Saving the Family Cottage. And we're only offering that once during this semester. That's a really interesting course about what happens if if your family has, you know, some lake property and, and mom and dad decide to pass it on to all of the siblings, but one of the siblings lives in another state and isn't interested, what do you do then? Oh, it's so tricky. It's hugely tricky. And so we want to make sure that our clients kind of understand where to start that conversation. Going into October and November is really great as well. So in October, we have Social Security Basics. And that's another one, too, that at some point, all of our clients are going to be faced with the question of when do I take Social Security? So we talk about how we go ahead and analyze those decision points for our clients. And then later in October, we have one of my favorite courses, which is the Gift of Education. And that's where we talk about how do you help save for education, both for pre-college and then for post-college, and what are the options, what are the benefits? In November, we also we will bring back the Medicare course. That's one of our most popular courses. And then we end the semester with our advanced estate planning course. Um, and that takes a little deeper look at some of the estate planning basic topics, but goes into a little bit more about trustee responsibilities and trusts and things like that. That is a little bit different topic that we want to be able to spend more time on. All the stuff we do, what's the best way for a client to keep up to speed on everything that's going on at Annex University? AnnexWealth.com and going on to the Client Center is where we list all of our Annex University courses. You can register directly on the site. Each week in our client Axiom as well, there's always a list coming up of our current courses. You can register for them directly from the Axiom. And for everybody else, maybe it's time to jump on board with a fee-only fiduciary that's education-driven on interesting topics. Stephanie Emmons, Manager Client Services and Operations Team with a big involvement with our client-exclusive education series, Annex University. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Danny. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, July 31st. More to come. Quick break. We're going to be back on 92.5 Fox News. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Time for Ask Annex. We are an open book. If you've got any questions for us, head to our website, AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask button. If we can help, 
click that Get Started button. Joining me in the studio, Sarah Kyle, a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome back. Thank you. Randy Winkler is a CFP and wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome back to you. Thanks, Danny. Well, let's get going because we got a bunch. Our first one is from Al. I'm 68 and I have a small amount in a Roth IRA that's seven years old. If I roll over my former employer's 401k into this Roth IRA, will I still have to wait five years to withdraw these funds without penalty? So there's a lot to this question. And what I believe Al is referring to is the five-year rule with Roth IRAs. And there's actually two five-year rules. There's a five-year rule for contributions and for conversions. But starting with the fact that his small Roth IRA has been open for seven, however the money got in there, he satisfied it, whether it was a contribution or a conversion. Now for the second part, when he's saying he's rolling his employer's 401k, let's start out assuming that he meant a Roth 401k. If it's a Roth 401k going into the Roth, he's already satisfied the five-year rule, so he doesn't have to worry about it. Not only the principal, but the growth could come out tax-free. Now, if he meant it exactly as he wrote it, that his employer's 401k moving into the Roth IRA, you can't do that directly. He would have to do a rollover from the 401k to a traditional IRA and then do a Roth conversion, which means he would have to pay taxes on the money. But again, because he's 68, the five-year conversion rule only applies if you're under 59 and a half. So to make a long story short, Al does not need to worry about the five-year rule of either case, contribution or conversion, but he will need to worry about paying the taxes if he's going going from a traditional 401k, not a Roth 401k. Next up is from James. What are your thoughts on co-signing for a loan? Well, James, I think under the right circumstances, co-signing is a good thing. It can help someone get a loan that may not qualify for one on their own, obtain a lower interest rate on a loan, and help improve their credit score if they make the payments on time. But remember, by guaranteeing a loan for someone else, you are taking on a considerable risk. If the co-signing agreement doesn't work out, you could severely damage your credit and your relationship with the borrower. So make sure you enter in this agreement knowing that you may have to take over the payments at some point and be okay with that. If you don't qualify by yourself as a loan, you're not a great credit risk, right? So should you even be getting the loan, Randy? Well, it could be somebody who just has no credit history. So they don't know if it's a good risk or not. If it's a younger person, maybe a college student or just out of college and they have no credit history, so they don't know if they're a good risk or a bad risk, so they require co-signing at that point. But in many cases, it is somebody who's had a bad history and they're requiring somebody else to take on some of the risks so it's not just on the lenders. What's your experience been with parents telling their kids maybe establish some credit? And how do you do that? What's the best way? Well, I think when your child is in college, you just have them pay for something on auto pay via credit card. So let's say their cell phone bill or a cable bill. Just have them set up auto pay on that credit card with the credit card, and that would suffice establishing some credit. Yeah. After having a discussion that that's what they're using the credit card for and not <laughs> for, you know, hey, I've got a big limit. That's exactly. money that I can spend. Yeah. Next up is from Bob. My wife has been staying at home with our kids for the last six years and is now re-entering the workforce. Should be making about two-thirds of what I make. Any advice on what we should know that our income is going up significantly? Well, I really like the timing of this question because I think most people ask this question later in a different way. They'll say, hey, we had two-thirds more income coming in and it's all gone. Where did it go? By asking ahead of time, it gives them the opportunity to put a plan in place. So I should say that Bob and his wife, they should think about what's the goal for the money. Do they want to save for retirement, maybe fund an emergency fund, an HSA? Put a plan in place. I don't want to use the B word, but uh, if you don't have a plan for your money, it's just going to wander off. There's something called 
Parkinson's law that says that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. There's a derivative of that with money that says that expenditures rise to meet income. So if you don't have a plan for this money, your expenses will completely eat up the income with lifestyle creep that you probably won't even be noticing it happening. So putting the plan in place, fund for the goal that you're striving for, and you'll be in good shape. Ask Annex got a question for us. Head to our website, look for the Ask tab. Next one's from Ron. Why are mutual funds still around? Seems ETFs are far more flexible. I had to laugh when I read this question, but um, uh, mutual funds and ETFs serve very different purposes. But the mutual funds are actively managed by professionals who are trying to beat market returns or their respective benchmarks, and ETFs are passively managed. They track the performance of a pre-selected index, let's say the S&P 500 or the NASDAQ 100. So here at Annex, we actually use both low-cost ETFs and actively managed mutual funds to create a diverse portfolio. So there's a, a good reason to have both. Yeah, how we use them, for example, let's say we wanted to have 7% of a portfolio in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So that's 30 companies. We don't need a mutual fund manager. We don't need to pay the mutual fund manager to pick those 30 companies. They've been picked. We'd use an exchange-traded fund, which is very tax-efficient, and we know what we hold. But let's say we're getting into a more complicated area like bonds or international investing, then we think it's very much worth it to hire a manager who's got expertise in that area. And we're knowing that we have additional fees, but we think it's worth it for that expertise. For investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button if we can answer your question on Ask Annex. Look for the Ask button. Randy Winkler, a wealth manager and CFP at Annex Wealth Management, thank you. Oh, glad to be here. Sarah Kyle, wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, thank you. My pleasure. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, Sunday, July 31st. We're going to be right back on 92.5 Fox News. So many streaming options, yet we end up watching repeats of our favorite show again instead of something new. We do that because it's comfortable. Same for financial advice. We do what makes us feel comfortable, even if that means we do nothing. At Annex Wealth Management, we understand during times like this, it's tempting to do nothing. It's time to change the channel. Take a look at where you're at and where you're headed. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference and work with a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference with Annex Wealth Management. Robert Chastain, Branch Director and Wealth Manager at Annex Wealth Management in Southwest Florida. Hey, Robert, welcome back. Hey, how are you, Danny? Pretty good. Last week, we talked about the pros and cons of early retirement. Maybe that was some decent food for thought if you're thinking about it. But what if you had this year, or even 2023, circled on your calendar as the time you're going to retire? And then, of course, all you see in the news is about the possibility of recession and the markets are off. That's what we're going to talk about. Robert, I'm going to guess that, let's say you've, you've just freshly defeated one of your good friends at Pickleball. He's dejected, but you're going to cheer him up when he says, Robert, can I still retire at this point? I'm guessing the first step that you might walk your buddy through or anybody is to look at the financial projections. Is that right? Absolutely. You know, in uh, here at Annex Wealth Management, we use technology to track all of your financial resources and build a retirement budget. There is multiple software programs available that help us tell you how much your assets need to average in growth to provide for your desired expenditures and income in retirement. And it also factors in inflation, social security, and sequence of returns in the markets. So you might find it is in your 
best interest to work an extra year or two and wait for the economy to get better, or we may tell you, you can go early. That's the important information you will learn working with Annex Wealth Management. You know, often Dave Spano will talk about the mishmash, and that's, you know, you get into your mid to early 60s, and you've been working at a, maybe a number of different companies, and you've got, you know, various investment accounts from different jobs, and they just kind of follow you along, and we call that the mishmash. And one of the things that our portfolio review is, is we evaluate it. We look and we see what works, what doesn't, and what overlaps. Very great point, Danny. I call it the alphabet portfolio because most people don't really understand what's in them. But if you've been saving for retirement over several decades of your work career and have various investment accounts, you know, look at how your funds are allocated. Most retirees are no longer in the wealth accumulation phase of their life and need to de-risk and start worrying about preserving all of their wealth for retirement. And their portfolio should reflect that. And that's one other thing at Annex Wealth Management. We go over top to bottom. You know, you mentioned earlier that we might even suggest, just suggest, that maybe somebody work a little bit longer that might not line up with their expectation to maybe retire at the end of this year or into 2023. But there are ways and there are things that you can consider when you're talking about work options. There are, and that can go both ways. But for individuals who are healthy enough to continue working, staying employed for another year or two, if there looks to be a shortfall in their assets, that's a viable option. But every year that you work, you can help build up more retirement savings and assets and potentially increase your eventual social security benefits. Older employees also have the extra advantage to make catch-up contributions to their 401ks or their IRAs after age 50. In 2022, you can put in an additional $6,500 in a 401k after meeting the $20,500 limit. For an IRA, you can put in up to $7,000 if you are age 50 or older. Yeah, so load that thing up. We're talking to Robert Chastain, a wealth manager, branch director, Annex Wealth Management in Southwest Florida. Can you retire during a recession? With proper planning, the answer could be yes. Another thing to carefully do is understand your health expenses. This is probably the single biggest factor when it comes to retirement. If you're age 65 or older, you're eligible for Medicare coverage. However, there will still be health-related costs during retirement that you haven't planned for. Medical costs are a significant expense for many and they go up in retirement because we use them more. Think through how much you will spend on health care before signing up for Medicare or a private health plan if you are not yet age 65. And depending on the genealogy of your family, a long-term care policy might be good for you. How about our old buddy, the old Social Security benefit? If you've worked and paid taxes into the Social Security system, you'll be eligible for retirement benefits. You can get a personalized estimate of your retirement benefits from Social Security. If you're at least age 62, you can begin collecting your benefits, though they will be reduced. If you are not yet full retirement age, if you wait until you are past your full retirement age, your Social Security monthly benefits will increase each year up to age 70. 
Bottom line, Robert, it starts with a plan. Whether you're old school, a map person like myself, or maybe you use a GPS, you need a path and Annex Wealth Management can help. And we look forward to helping. For investment, retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, we do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Know the difference? The website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. Let us know how we can help you. Robert Chastain, Branch Director and Wealth Manager, Annex Wealth Management, Southwest Florida. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Danny. More to come. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. Comfort shows. You'd think with all the different shows streaming, you'd watch something different every night. Instead, the list of shows you plan to watch grows, but you're stuck re-watching Friends for the 48th time. Why do we do that? Because it's comfortable. It's the same for financial advice. You want financial advice? You could search Google or YouTube or Reddit and find options from experts of all stripes. Even then, we resort to behaviors that make us feel comfortable, even if that behavior is nothing. At Annex Wealth Management, we understand that during times like this, it's tempting to do nothing at all, but that means you're back to watching repeats again. It's time to change the channel. Take a look at where you are and where you're headed. Reevaluate your goals. Understand what you own and why. Put your plan through our rigorous financial analysis. Annex can help. AnnexWealth.com. Set up a time when we can talk. Know the difference and work with a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference? Team segment, Deanne Phillips, CFP, CDFA, Director of Client Learning and Development at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Deanne. Hey, Danny. You want the good news or the bad news? Oh, the good news, please. Oh, thank you. Okay, here's the good news. Women outlive their male counterparts by six to eight years. Now, I don't know if my husband would think <laughs> yeah. that's good news. Well, I know, and I'm a guy <laughs> delivering that news. The bad news is, is that women tend to wind up as the caregivers for ailing parents or significant others. Not to mention children, too. Right. With that in mind, it's not a surprise that a 2019 trust and estates women and wealth survey found women aren't starting their planning nearly early enough. I'm preaching to the choir. Right. No, you absolutely are. That's very true. You never know when an incident will hit. But unfortunately, the survey showed that over 50% of women wait until something happens, death, divorce, disability, something major in their lives, where they take a look and say, oh my gosh, I better engage help. I mean, more good news on the women front, though, is women as a whole tend to be more comfortable initially asking for help. Mm. It's just they're not asking and planning early enough right now statistically. They're waiting until there's emotional turmoil going on. And it's very difficult to do the kind of decisioning that is really needed for long-term financial planning when you're in that going through that emotional turmoil. Is this a version of when a guy won't stop and ask for directions? Yes, right? that's it, good. That's it kind true. Of is. How about this? Is this stat true? 80% of women die single, and that could mean widowed, yeah. meaning they're left to foot their own medical and... You, Long-term care, especially if long-term care has been depleted, maybe for caring for a spouse. You know, what's really unfortunate is the average age of widowhood still stands in the late 50s, like 58, 59 years old. And that's so young. But, you know, that statistic, when you think about it, pretty daunting, you know, because at that point, you're already going to be, if you stay single, down a Social Security check. I mean, think about it. You and I are married. We both have our working. By the time we have that retirement together, we've got double the... Social Security income at least coming in. So there definitely needs to be contingency planning that happens kind of to get women prepared for this outlivingness way before 
they're 50 years old. Now, if you're listening out there and like me, you say, whoops, I missed that target. What Mm -hmm. do I do? It's never too late to start. Um, This is why we give the Women in Wealth workshops that we do, Danny, and why Annex has such a, a long term good relationship with education in general, particularly of women. The topic is women that aren't starting their financial planning, retirement planning nearly early enough. And I've got to ask WWDP, which is, <laughs> what would Deanne Phillips do? What do you suggest? Sure. So I have some suggestions. First off, we need to have access to that emergency fund, putting that money away that we can tap into at any time. Women as a whole, we like cash as a whole, but we need to be good custodians of that cash and put it to work smartly. So there are resources that can keep the money liquid, but... Um, Uh, continue to have you safe. So that emergency fund. Know your credit also. Know the credit of your spouse, too. Very important. That will guide, you know, if there is something that changes your status in the future, your accessibility to housing, to utilities, all that. You got to keep, know your credit score, keep it good. There are ways to improve it. So a spouse's 820 credit score is not the other spouse's, huh? It's not necessarily so, no. So you need to check them both. Um, Have a centralized location for your very important papers. So, you know, we here at Annex have something that we call what my family needs to know or grab and go binder. Mm -hmm. That's electronic, writable PDF where people can put in things like if you and I are married again, Danny, go Mm -hmm. back to this and you pay all the bills online. Let's see. This would be my chance to be able to capture what's the URL you go to? How much do you pay? How does this work? Right? What's your password? Right? What's your username when you log in? These are really important things. But a lot of times one spouse takes care of the budgeting. The other might take care of the investments. And this is just a chance before tragedy or before a life-changing thing to coordinate those efforts. And it's not too late, right? If somebody oh, no. needs reach out to your financial planner, uh, establish a relationship with a good fiduciary for sure, like Annex Wealth Management, and get that stuff in place and in order because it's super duper important. That's really important. So we're not going to sit there and say, wow, there's somebody who's fearful in front of us. Let's sell them a product against that. We as a fiduciary are not going to push a product. We're going to do comprehensive financial planning for you and partner with you in your success and make sure that your ducks are in a row for things. Deanne Phillips, CFP, CDFA, and Director of Client Learning and Development at Annex Wealth Management. Thanks for your time. Hey, thanks for having me. Inflation isn't going away anytime soon. As the cost of everything from food to vacations to your electric bill rises, you may wonder if your retirement plans are still on track. Annex Wealth Management can help. It starts at AnnexWealth.com. Click the Get Started button. From there, our in-house planning team will create your wealth metric, a snapshot of where you are and where you're headed. Wealth metric will help you understand the impact inflation may have on your plans. Get started today. Visit AnnexWealth.com. Ask 1,600 Americans between 60 and 79 if they saved enough money, and if not, why not? Interesting stuff. Joining us is a guy who lives and breathes this as a CFP at Annex Wealth Management. Welcome back, Randy Winkler. Thanks, Danny. Glad to be here. Let's go through all 10 of these, and I want, I want your reaction because as part of the financial planning team, you must run into this all the time. Yes, we do. Okay, the first, having very low financial literacy. That one's very common, and we do a very poor job in our country in training people on how to deal with money. When I think back to when I was in high school, and that was a long time ago, I learned how to sew and how to woodwork and cook, all useful things, but I never learned how to balance a checkbook, about compound interest, the uses and dangers of a credit card, investing, and these are things that just aren't trained. And I think it's gotten a little better, but for the most part, 
we aren't taught that. You have to learn on your own, and most people learn through painful mistakes. We're talking about retirement killers. Some of these things are preventable, some they're not. And the next one is being struck by poor health that prevents you from working. That's a real big one. Uh, Insurance is not something that's fun to talk about. I generally joke that you want your insurance to be a waste of money. You don't want to be getting your money's worth out of your insurance, but you really need to have it. Planning for the fun stuff, the big trips, the great retirement, buying the cabin, the cruises, that's great. But if you don't have health or if you have some sort of a long-term care event and you're not prepared for it, it can use up all those other the resources very quickly. Talking retirement killers, being laid off and spending a period unemployed. It happens. I've had two in my career. Right. It's a big one. And that's why it's so important to have an emergency fund. A lot of people that get started on investing, they want to go right there because it's more fun. It's more interesting and exciting. It's kind of boring to have an emergency fund, but it's not boring when you need it, when you're laid off and you need to get that money out of savings. Is that the first thing you should fund? Yes. Because it, you don't want to have your money in the market, which has volatility, and then you get laid off at a time that's not conducive to making a withdrawal. You want your emergency fund to be in something very boring, very stable. You're not going to get a great rate of return. You probably want it in a uh, savings account, something that's accessible when you need it and isn't going to be affected by uh, volatility in the market. Just the emergency fund, it shouldn't be your general savings fund? You could put them together. It depends. Mine, mine is together, but I have a spreadsheet that breaks it up into different <laughs> segments. You're laughing because of, I... Of course I'm, you do. I'm known for my spreadsheets. But as long as you know what it's for and then to work to building it up, the general guideline is three to six months of expenses. So what would you need to continue to pay if you no longer had a paycheck coming in? And it's got to be accessible. Some people say, well, I put it in a CD to get a little better rate of return. You can't plan your being laid off around when your CD is coming due and you don't want to pay those penalties. So it's got to be in something accessible and dull. Talking retirement killers, earning less than expected. That's another big one. This goes along with the first one where you're laid off or we'll see career changers. This happened to me. I used to be a computer programmer and I switched over into this field and had a dramatic change in my pay situation. It's a big adjustment and you can't continue to spend when you're making less money. You have to take a look at your discretionary and non-discretionary spending. You have to make sure that you can cover your mortgage, food, gas for your car. Then there's the discretionary spending, going to the movies, going out to eat. Those are the things that you can cut out. And one thing with Annex Wealth Management plans is they're living and breathing. So when people's conditions changes, their lives changes, we adjust that. Right. In our planning tool, we have something called the Decision Center. This is really fun for the clients and for the advisors. They come in and say, hey, I'm thinking about buying a new car. I'm thinking about buying a cabin or I'm thinking about retirement hiring early, or you know, what if I live to be 100? We can plug it in and see what the effect it has on the plan. They can make informed decisions based on running scenarios. Next retirement killer, getting divorced. Yes, divorce is something that hopefully you're not planning for uh, it happening, but it does happen and you need to have a plan. So there's a designation in the financial industry called a certified divorce financial analyst. Deanne is one. Yes, Deanne Phillips right here. She's an expert. She specializes in that kind of thing. It's really a good idea to get advice because there's a lot of landmines there that if you make a bad decision, it's going to be with you forever. Next retirement killer making bad investments. There's a difference between investing and speculating. Speculating is very interesting and very fun. And if you're going to do it, do it with a very small percentage of your money because it's not investing. Investing should be kind of boring. You've got a well-allocated portfolio. You're not reacting to, oh, the market's up today or the market's down. There's yeah. been so many of them. If you go back in history, there's the uh, the great tulip crisis. Sure. It was very interesting where people were selling their houses to buy tulip bulbs because it was a, it was a bubble. Everybody remembers the tech stocks. 
Next retirement killer, getting hit by major medical bills. And again, hard to avoid that. Yes. And again, that goes with the emergency fund and making sure you're properly insured. Can't tell you how many times we see things where people leave to start their own business, haven't thought about insurance, and then something happens. That's just a devastating injury. Uh, there's some planning you can do there, even retiring early. There's something called COBRA, where if you no longer have employee insurance, you can get that for a short period of time. Well, that's not cheap, but no. yeah, it is available. Again, yep. like I said, insurance is expensive until you need it. Talking retirement killers. Next one, overestimating Social Security. Social Security should be a supplement to your retirement plan. A lot of people think that, oh, I don't need to plan. It's all going to be taken care of by Social Security. It's not as much as you think. Uh, It should probably be 40% or less of your income. It's great as a supplement, but it's not everything. You're not going to be able to maintain your lifestyle if you're planning on just living off of Social Security. Next retirement killer, not making long-term plans. That's your world. Right. That goes right along with the next one. Why do I need to plan for retirement? I've got Social Security. You know, Social Security is one of the three legs of the stool uh, when you're putting together your plan. And one of them isn't even there as much. It used to be pensions. We used to see pensions, investments, and Social Security. Don't see pensions that often anymore. So you really have to put a lot of time and effort into the investment side because that's where the bulk of your retirement paycheck is going to come from. The last retirement killer, procrastinating. Yeah, I have to joke that procrastinating was last. But a lot of people think, oh, I'll get to it, or I don't have time now, or it's not that important, or I'm 25 and I'm in my first job. I'll worry about when I'm 35. And when you're 35, you're buying a house and you got kids and I'll worry about it at 45. They say the best time to start investing is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Randy Winkler, CFP at Annex. Thank you for joining us. Always love to be here, Danny. It starts with a call. With one call, you can start seeing your future more clearly. If your financial picture is cloudy because you're getting conflicting tax, investment, and estate planning advice, help is a call or a click away. Annex Wealth Management's team works to get your investment plan in line with your tax plan and your estate plan. Build confidence with one team working to create one comprehensive plan as a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. One team, one plan, one fee. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference? Joining me is Brandon Lehman, a CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Danny. Uh, You work with a wide variety of clients, but some tend to be executives and business owners, and they can have specialized needs. So let's talk about four key discussion points and what our Annex Executive Program can do for these individuals. And the first off is stock options and the need for a strategy. Stock options are a fairly common component in high-level executive compensation. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. A lot of individuals you encounter that work in the executive space are given the opportunity to buy stock through a stock option plan. And one of the things we've ran into a lot over our time working with these individuals is they never develop a true strategy for it. They tend to maybe wait till expiration and just kind of okay, then we should exercise. And there's a lot more to it. So we like to sit down and maybe develop a strategy that's based on more than just what the stock is, but the volatility maybe of that firm. We look at their tax plan, but most importantly, we look at their financial plan. How does all of this impact them in their future goals? Because sometimes it makes more sense to do it earlier than anticipated. Sometimes it does make more sense to do it right at the end, but every individual is different and every situation is different. So we really need to spend time getting to know that situation and do what's best for them. Because again, everyone is completely different. Great stock option is lower than the actual price of the stock, right? That's the deal. So the goal is when they they give you it, you want to have a increase in the value of that stock. So, you know, they give it to you at 10 and now it's up to 20. That's a great opportunity for you. Now there's tax implications and you can't get away from that, but we can work through that and we can plan for it. And that's the key is you have to have a plan. 
Annex Executive provides guidance for net unrealized appreciation. And this is important, you told me, because it could be a unique one-time planning opportunity. That sounds complex. Net unrealized appreciation, or NUA as we call it in the industry, is a great opportunity for an individual who owns a lot of their company stock inside of 401k. And people don't really think about that. It's not offered all the time, but at some firms, that is an opportunity. You can buy your firm stock inside your 401k. Now, what the IRS allows is you can move that outside of your 401k and take advantage of the tax situation there and move that to a bucket where you can realize it at long-term capital gains. And why is this important? Because when you retire, you hit that valley. All of a sudden, the income's down, the taxes are down, and we want to create a situation where we can start maybe doing Roth conversions, and this plays into it. The other key aspect of getting it out of the 401k and moving it into maybe a joint account is now at 72, you have reduced what you need to take out for RMDs or required minimum distributions. And again, that can be a pain point for a lot of individuals, depending on the size of that stock position. So, But it depends on the situation. That is key. Brandon Lehman is a CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, joining us to talk about our Annex Executive Program and how it can help business owners and executives. Let's talk about tax preparation. We're not talking just about getting the returns done on April 15th. This is year-round stuff. Yeah, when you think about taxes, you think about compliance, reactive planning. Sometimes individuals, especially small business owners, executives, doctors, high income earners need to understand that the tax picture and planning is a year round process. There's a lot of different components that come in. And that's why here at Annex and our tax team, we build out the individual tax plan all year long. We look at multiple things, not just last year's tax return, but we look at your pay stubs. We look at, again, when we talk about executives and compensation planning, we look at what type of income do you have this year from bonuses to those different types of situations, and we build that out. So all year long, you understand what next April potentially could look like. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to give you a direction and give us the opportunity to plan and proactively plan around your unique tax situation. The Annex Executive Program can certainly help when there are questions about deferred comp, deferred compensation. Well, deferred compensation, it's a great benefit for individuals, but understanding how it can work is very important. You think about how deferred compensation is set up, and really nobody understands it, but what the company is doing is they are passing the risk on to you. That's why they can offer such a benefit. So we like to sit down with each individual and say, does this make sense for you now? Can you utilize it and you live in a place where there is no tax laws, but you decide to move to a place where there is future tax laws, you need to understand how that is going to impact your deferred compensation payouts in the future. Business executives, business owners, put the Annex executive team to work to handle your unique financial planning needs. Brandon heads the effort at Annex, ready to roll up his sleeves for you. Brandon Lehman, CFP and a wealth manager at Annex Wealth Management, part of our Annex executive program. Brandon, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Danny. Comfort shows. You'd think with all the different shows streaming, you'd watch something different every night. Instead, the list of shows you plan to watch grows, but you're stuck re-watching Friends for the 48th time. Why do we do that? Because it's comfortable. It's the same for financial advice. You want financial advice? You could search Google or YouTube or Reddit and find options from experts of all stripes. Even then, we resort to behaviors that make us feel comfortable, even if that behavior is nothing. At Annex Wealth Management, we understand that during times like this, it's tempting to do nothing at all, but that means you're back to watching repeats again. It's time to change the channel. Take a look at where you are and where you're headed. Reevaluate your goals. 
understand what you own and why. Put your plan through our rigorous financial analysis. Annex can help. AnnexWealth.com. Set up a time when we can talk. Know the difference and work with a fee-only fiduciary. Annex Wealth Management. We are back on Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. I'm Danny Clayton. You know, I've been in radio for a long, long time, and I know that people sometimes check out radio stations or programs that they not normally do during the course of the week. Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard about Annex Wealth Management. May I suggest head to our website. It tells the whole story. It's AnnexWealth.com. But we do investment and retirement planning, tax planning, and estate planning, the most important part. And this is important, folks. We do it as a fee-only fiduciary. Derek Felsky in the studio. He is Chief Investment Officer at Annex Wealth Management, also joined by Dave Sp- President and CEO, Annex Wealth Management. Yeah, thanks, Danny. There's a couple topics we want to get to before this show is over. And we certainly started the show talking about one of the tools that the Federal Reserve has to try to combat inflation, and that is raising interest rates. But there was this term that we've talked about for years, probably a dozen years or so, called quantitative easing. Well, they have pivoted on quantitative easing and now are starting to tighten. Derek, please clear that up. Well, what they're essentially doing is, you know, they bought a lot of securities, treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, and so their balance sheet just ballooned from $3 trillion to over $7 trillion. So essentially what they're doing now is they're allowing those obligations to run off. So as those securities mature, they're not going out and buying them again. So that's draining some liquidity from the system, and that takes a while to hit the economy. We've also seen that M2 growth, which is growing at like a 40% annualized rate at one point, is now down to an annualized rate of one. Point four. So while people are going to focus purely on what the Fed does with the Fed funds rate, you also have to consider what the effect of their pivot in the fixed income markets will have on liquidity. So we'd still expect a choppy summer. We know earnings have been revised downward recently, lots of uh, stock price downgrades. We've certainly had an, an incredible rally with the S&P up over 8% for the month and the NASDAQ and small caps up 10. But you've got to be more selective going forward. And that's what I would advocate to our listeners. Yeah, that's that's right. And there was a lot of stuff in there. But uh, folks, you know, we know that we have a slowdown, but let's not forget that in the fourth quarter of last year, GDP was up 6.9%. And of course, there is the trillions of dollars that went into the market, 6.4 trillion of government spending. So a pullback was somewhat expected, but there's some other news that came out of, out of Washington this week as well. And there was really two bills. One was a semiconductor bill, and the second was a framework for the Build Back better bill? Well, it's build back a little smaller. I guess that's how I'd categorize it. I mean, originally the thought was a couple of trillion dollars. It's not going to be anywhere close to that. But it does, you know, invite the idea that there will be more liquidity in the system in the sense of stimulating the economy. And that semiconductor legislation, you know, as we look to onshore and more and more of our key uh, strategic things like semiconductors or or pharmaceutical agreements, I mean, that's certainly a plus for the semiconductor industry. And we saw that for sure during the pandemic. And you can actually argue it's a national security issue to bring some of those semiconductor chips. I mean, we still are having trouble finding cars today. And if even if you ordered one, it's still months, if not a year out, because they have cars without semiconductors in them. So we look at, for example, what's going to happen from that. And the second thing that we saw out of the pandemic was exactly what Derek talked about, which was pharmaceuticals. So bringing both of those onshore uh, are going to be a major impact. And the last 
last thing I want to leave with, of course, is really what's happening with your portfolios. And we do know, obviously, that we're in a bear market, and it takes time to work our way through. The good news, of course, Derek, is that there is another side of this. There absolutely is. I mean, I think we've all gotten used to sort of the V recoveries that we saw when the Fed would basically step in and and, and quiet things, whether it was the great financial crisis or, or post-pandemic or in the midst of the pandemic. This time, the Fed really isn't on our side to that degree. So the, the magnitude of this recovery may be a little bit more prolonged, more of a U-shape. And that's essentially the way we're approaching it from a portfolio management perspective, you know, add incrementally at various points where valuations are attractive. And then when it's clear the Fed is pivot, add to that equity allocation and make it a significant overweight because at these interest rates, stocks actually look more and more attractive relative to fixed income. Great show today, Danny. Thanks for uh, for setting it up today. And of course, if you're listening and you want to take advantage of a wealth metric, there's a place to go. There sure is. Head to our website. It's AnnexWealth.com. If you're looking over at the calendar, all of a sudden you realize that Monday is August 1st. August is really when everybody tries to you know, cram in everything that they didn't do in the summer into that one month before we kind of get back into the fall. How about getting your investment, retirement, and tax planning and estate planning in line for what's coming up? Head to our website. It's AnnexWealth.com. You click the Get Started button. That is a simple exchange of information so we can get a hold of you and you can get a hold of us and we take it from there. And if it's the right fit and we think it's going to be, you decide to work with Annex Wealth Management as a fee-only fiduciary. Again, if we can help, it's AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. This is Money Talk, the Annex Wealth Management Show. See you back here next Sunday at noon right here at 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. 